0: The 2017 capital budget, along with the accompanying improvement plan, reflects the continuing need to replace aging infrastructure while investing our limited financial resources in affordable housing, economic growth, and servicing our city's diverse population. The increasing capital improvement needs have been identified in previous capital budgets and reflect our our obligations to future generations. With the hard work of city agencies we've managed to prioritize tens of millions, well over a hundred million dollars in requests with a focus on a few key criteria. We're focusing on projects that are at or near completion phase, projects that use federal funds, critical infrastructure with rehabilitation needs that cannot be put off any longer, and investments in improving racial equity and social justice in the allocation of city resources. Many projects still need to be rescheduled or delayed including public safety facilities, the reconstruction of Monroe Street, and that's just a few. We're focusing on a number of areas, areas of standards for our work. Affordability is one of them. Balancing the need for prudent investment and continuing services becomes a standard while we look at the city's rate of growth in terms of property taxes. Livability, where our investment in parks, bike paths, and sustainability reflects the need to preserve and promote Madison's quality of life. Equity, working towards our city's central goal of upward mobility for all through focused investments in libraries, transit, affordable housing, public housing, and food access. And job creation, ensuring efficient transportation, which provides access to jobs, and uh, the retention of a strong local and regional economy. So with that, uh, there's plenty of data in the uh, materials before you. And I'd be glad to answer any questions. If there are none, we can wrap up and conclude the morning. OK. What, sorry. I don't want to get your morning going on a little longer. But when it comes to, to livability and quality of life, those are kind of, um, uh, those aren't necessarily tangible things. So. How do you, when you go through the budget process, justify things like parks and and bike paths and such and credit quality of life when you do have you know other? It's an interesting um, question because while many cities focus on marketability of their communities, we've focused on livability, and I believe that that's one of the reasons why for five decades now. We are consistently rated as one of the best places to live and that's acknowledged in these, these studies, these reports and uh, in the fact that we are an exception in terms of a, a city located in the, the Midwest or the Northeast in that for five decades since, uh, since the, the, the 70s we have been growing. Uh, there's not a lot of of of, of older cities in what's referred to as the old rust belt or, or snow belt that have continued to grow over the years so one of the things we've done is we have focused on livability on the premise that we want to create a community where people want to live where people who may be job creators or people who are looking for jobs And so we've placed a high emphasis on maintaining one of the best park systems in the country. We've placed a high emphasis on having a great public transit and bicycling network. We've placed a high emphasis on active recreation uh, and fun places to be, whether it's something like uh, creating the space on State Street, which ends up being part of Maxwell Street Days, which is recognized nationally in uh, those who say that this is the best college town uh, in the United States and we find that it's got a, uh, a dual advantage. We don't waste money on marketing, we let our city speak for itself and we create a great place for Madison residents and Madison visitors. And that's that's reflected in uh, decisions to, in the past, fund our transit system, which we're, we are committed to in this budget uh, in creating a great capital concourse in State Street. And now we're seeing that shift as we've continued to make investments in individual neighborhoods like what we're doing on, on Cottage Grove Road and and then our efforts uh, to completely expand Madison's housing stock at, at all income levels. That's, that's what livability is about, and that's why Madison's such a great city. Thank you. Sure enough. Any other questions? Okay. What I miss? <laughs> uh, I just, apologize. I found out that I was coming here at 1016, so. <laughs> Well, what you, you missed is uh, my simply uh, reviewing the affordability, the livability, the equity, and the jobs, which are the emphasis of this budget. That as is, we've put together this capital budget. We've, uh, we're looking at making Madison an affordable city, a livable city, and one where we, in terms of equity, create access for, for all people, to everything from jobs uh, to recreation to transportation. Is there a reason why we're doing this now? Well, I think it reflects a response, a shift, uh, in the demographics of Madison, which are significantly different than they were uh, 20 years ago than they were just 10 years ago. And uh, we have to recognize that. I don't think we always did. That's been one of our challenges. Uh, Past capital budgets may not have reflected uh, prior to 2012 uh, the growing diversity within our community. Why do it now? I mean, are we in fear that if we don't embrace this, we may lose it? Well, on, on two different levels, I think it's critical. One is we're recognized as a great city, and yes, we will lose it. And two, uh, in regards to our, our uh, goals of, of making this a more equitable community, we are not going to reach that uh, unless we, we redistribute uh, these capital resources as well as the uh, the operating budget resources. If we don't do things like make a commitment to our affordable housing plan, we, we, we're going we're going to lose it if we don't make commitment to our public transit service plan, which is not just environmentally sound, but is a critical way for so many people of all incomes to get to work and to get to recreational events. We don't have hard data, but we do know just visually that compared to a decade or two ago, whether we're talking about UW uh, football games, or we're talking about work commutes. Far more people either use public transit or bicycling uh, than they used to. What's the most important addition that you that you are perhaps most intrigued with, or do you find? Well, I think long. I think long term. Uh, when you put aside the essentials, I mean, for example, you know, we we've got almost thirty million dollars. Committed to the renovation of the municipal building, which is money that just has to be spent. If I could uh, redirect those funds, I'd, I'd be more than happy to. Uh, but we, we can't afford losing the building. But uh, it's, it's probably the public market. The, the public market has so many uh, impacts on our community. First, there's the access to healthy food. Uh, and what that does in terms of generating uh, more focus on nutrition, dealing with and raising the the, the awareness and dealing with the challenges of areas that do not have uh, access to food. I think that this effort will not just affect um, the mile, mile and a quarter around the proposed public market, but it will help incentivize us to create better food access throughout Madison and the metropolitan area. The second thing is that it's going to create jobs and it's going to create businesses. Uh, Our market is not one focused solely on existing uh, large companies coming in and occupying vendor space, but there'll be a tremendous uh, impetus to create vendor space for up-and-coming fledging markets. Some of you have heard me tell the story of the uh, small entrepreneur with a 6th grade education in Minneapolis who started out selling uh, 50 uh, tamales a week and is now uh, upwards of uh, almost 1.5 million tamales a year with customers like Target. Uh, We want to provide an opportunity for businesses like that to develop and grow within our city. With the city losing Kraft Heinz um, in spring of 2017, is there is that in the back of your mind when you're thinking about this budget? Well it's it's in the back of mind of, of it, it's no it's not in the back of the mind it's, it's, it's in our minds in terms of everything that we're, we're, we're doing. All of our focuses uh, in regards to uh, everything ranging from uh, small businesses to finding alternative uses for for that site, and we will see uh, in some of our long-range planning uh, resources to, to to work on that site, and 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 the outcome, which we hope will be, uh, it becomes a job center, once again. Any other questions? If not, thank you all very much. Thanks for you being here this morning. I hope that the council meetings on the budget are as uneventful as this press conference.